Thrive, flourish, unleash your buried treasure. This is the Exponentially Empowered Podcast with Joel Bine. Through conscious action and authentic self-connection, empower yourself to write your own script. What's up, everybody? This is Joel, episode 23, Exponentially Empowered, 23, Michael Jordan, as well as LeBron James. Michael Jordan is, of course, the superior athlete. Uh, These are basketball players, in case you somehow were not aware, but that's okay. We all have our different interests. And speaking of that, I want to talk about play and creativity and testing things out and Engaging in projects that are intrinsically enjoyable, fun, pleasurable, and aren't necessarily for some future-oriented delayed gratification. Because often that's what we're, we're taught to believe, right? That no pain, no gain. If I'm not sweating in the moment for some future vision that I want to achieve, then it's probably not... The work I need to be doing and of course there is truth in that where often the high leverage high value work is difficult in the moment it's not intrinsically enjoyable perhaps but you are focused on your future goals and you know that it's worth it in the end to experience the short-term discomfort because you are in touch with your future aims But there's also truth in the idea that you can play around in the sandbox, and that's fun, even if you don't build a sandcastle. Right? I mean, this is what kids know. This is what kids know. They want to play around. And we lose this often going into adulthood, don't we? We think that there's only work, which brings in the income, and then there's maybe some, some relaxation and hanging out, leisure time. And I make a distinction between leisure and re, re, leisure relaxation versus play. Because play is, is something that is creating a flow experience and is also goal-oriented. Whereas leisure is not goal-oriented necessarily. Let's go ahead and define that as non-goal-oriented, where you're resting, you are in an idle type state, whereas a playful state is engagement towards an end, but it is intrinsically rewarding. It is intrinsically fun. It is intrinsically exciting, pleasurable. You do it for its own sake playing around in the sandbox, right? But often we think that's sort of a wasteful time. Quit playing around, right? I mean, how many times do we hear that in school maybe? Or we're sort of discouraged from playing around or we need to, you know, take things seriously and do our assignments. You know, I mean, this is, this is 13 years of our life learning this essentially puritanical 
approach to work where the Puritans, which are a, a primary seed in American culture, of course, American culture is a, it's a very rich and multifaceted thing. American culture, it's a broad, it's a broad term, but baked into American culture is absolutely the Puritan roots, Puritan roots of work for the sake of work. And so play and fun weren't so much, weren't so much part of the Puritan message, were they? And that sort of regimentation is baked into the K through 12 school system. Yeah, there's some opportunity for arts and there's opportunity for some creativity here and there, but oftentimes those are structured and uh, assigned and imposed rather than asking the child, Hey, what is it that you're interested to do right now? Right. And that's sort of the definition of play as well, where if you don't get to choose, then you're not playing. James Karst wrote in his book, finite and infinite games. He said, those who must play cannot play. Those who must play cannot play. If there's any sort of coercion involved, any sort of obligatory nature, then you're not really playing, you're obeying. So since 95% of us are going through these K through 12 systems, oftentimes we're losing our creative, playful nature. And we're getting into a mindset of working, no pain, no gain. And then maybe we, we get to the end of the week and then we go have our leisure time. But how often do we structure in, incorporate in some play? Because that's a need we have, isn't it? A need for play and fun and humor and excitement. It's a very normal human quality. So what are something, what are some projects you're interested in doing just for the sake? And that's sort of what I've been doing right now. I asked myself before I recorded this podcast, I didn't know, I didn't know what topic I was going to talk about as of about 10, 15 minutes ago. And then I just sort of tuned into my intuition and, and asked myself, well, what do I feel like talking about? What am I interested in right now? What makes me come alive right now? What am I curious about right now? And even the idea of recording a podcast, I recorded a podcast yesterday. So I got my weekly podcast recorded check, right? I guess that's it. Right. That's the sort of mindset of, of duty, right? Checking the boxes rather than, well, I feel like doing this right now. I have some time and I don't have a particular future oriented goal with season two of this podcast. I know that I'm excited to talk about some new topics that have been on my mind and I'm excited to bring in some guests. So on the horizon, we'll have some guest interviews. I'm really excited to talk to those people and there's no necessarily uh, greater aim. I want, I, mean, I want people who are listening to receive value. I want to grow the show so more people can receive value. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm not on some mission at the moment to uh, make this a full-time job or something, or this is my 
I mean, some people do that and that's great. And you know, who knows what can happen if you just start creating things. But I have no ambitions for the future necessarily to, to, to build something and, and put in the work and you know, I want to promote the show a little bit, maybe market it a little bit here and there and hope, you know, see, watch it grow, but not because I need to produce and delay my gratification, right? So I started re season two because of intrinsic reasons, intrinsic reasons. I want to selfishly record. This is, this is all about me, baby. I take pleasure in creating and I take pleasure in speaking to people in these upcoming interviews. I'm excited to talk to people about topics that, that are interesting to me. I mean, I want to talk a lot about curiosity. I want to talk a lot about happiness and we'll have a guest coming up soon talking about this concept of enjoying life, permission to enjoy life for its own sake, to literally just sit and bask in the joy of existence and that you have, that is your, that is your uh, birthright. That is your birthright. So that's the, that's why I'm doing season two. And then this particular episode, again, I, I just felt like I wanted, I wanted to record another show today. And then I, but I didn't know what I was going to talk about. And so what I did was I just tuned in to this playful energy this energy of intrinsic motivation. What do I feel like talking about? What do you want to do? And that's an energy that, again, it's not, it's not fostered often in this culture. Because what do we learn? Oh, you, you can, what do we learn growing up about the nature of activities and learning and, and choice? Right? It's not... It's not go do whatever you want. What's the connotation of that phrase? Go do whatever you want. I mean, the way I said it just now had this tone of that's not productive and that's indulgent and not in line with what society expects. You're not contributing. Like what, that, that, that's the tone of voice we get. Well, you can't just let kids do whatever they want. Right, because what's, what's baked into that as well is a fear that the child will only do things that are short-sighted, right? That are, that are not helpful, helpful for his long-term wellness. And so it's up to the adults to steer them in the right direction, make sure that they do the things they need to do to be responsible. And so there's this fear there that the child will be out of control and just play video games all the time. And if, they, if they're given all that choice about what they want to do, and there's not, there's not a lot of a trust, there's not a lot of trust in that as well, right? Where, where somehow there's this catastrophizing in, in that psych, psychology of the child will never learn to to think about long-term consequences that the child will never never learn to learn never excuse me never learn to read and write because they're too busy doing short-term pleasures or they will ne never learn to focus in on 
a, a career or something that takes sort of consistent, slow building. And it's just, it's just not the case. When you look at, you know, a solid number of people going through something like the Sudbury Valley School, where kids can do whatever they want. It's a campus and, you know, ages five to 18 roughly. And there are some adults around, but they're only there to help facilitate anything that the, that the child is interested to do. And the, the, the child, the, the teenager is 100% free to explore what they want to, to explore, including video games, including fishing, including whatever the case may be. And there's a, a story of a child who all he did for three years was learn, was uh, go fishing. Because that's what he was interested to do. It brought him joy in the moment. And the thing about that, though, is that you're learning all sorts of new things in, his, in following his intrinsic motivation. He's learning about patience. What a soft skill there, the patience to learn to catch a fish. Learning about, you know, what's the best, what are the best, what, what types of food do fish eat? I mean, I, I'm kind of riffing off the top of my head here because I'm not an expert in this. But learning about um, the different types of fish and then the different, you're learning about all, all types of biology or the physics of the fishing pole, understanding the mechanics of that and Maybe fishing pole repair he had to learn because his fishing pole broke and then he has to figure out uh, how to fix that and how to have patience and persistence in fixing that or how to ask for help from somebody, how to, you know, what's the, what's the specific type of material on the fishing pole and where does that come from? And he could go, go, go down all sorts of rabbit holes if he follows his curiosity. And what he's doing is learning, he's learning these soft skills of patience, persistence, autonomy, curiosity is a soft skill, consistency to show up every day to try to get that fish. Because it's not just going to happen on a whim, you got to show up. Right? So these are skills that can be transferred over into other areas. So there's a lot of people coming out of the Sudbury Valley situation and they're doing really well as adults. That's my point, is that they're oftentimes becoming entrepreneurs. I think that story of the, the fisher, the fisher boy, the young fisherman, I think he ended up becoming a, a computer programmer or a coder because one day he decided he was no longer interested, interested in fishing, took that entire mindset, transferred it towards coding. But he already had known, he had already learned the art of how to dive deep into something. And it all goes back to, again, this idea of intrinsic motivation and curiosity and playfulness where he didn't have a necessarily a bigger vision, but he was following what brings him in the moment excitement. And by continuing to hone in on that, it, it grew from there. But even just to, to, to strip it down to its bare bones here, you don't have to have any justification for playful creativity. Because you're gonna, you, because 
you know what? I was going to say, I was going to say, oh, well, you'll learn a lot about yourself and that'll help you in the future. I was going, going to go right into this future-oriented mindset of justification. <laughs> you don't have any, the, what I want to get to here is there's no need to justify an activity that brings you in the moment joy because life is meant to be enjoyed. And you can trust yourself that you're not going to spend 24 hours doing some activity and you're going to forget to eat and sleep and make money and no, like you can trust yourself that you're going to get the other needs met as well. And incorporating play into your life infuses excitement and positivity. So if you're not sure where to start, then ask yourself an open-ended question. And you'll see maybe that the answer will come to you. Ask yourself, what am I curious about? If I had nothing to do and I could do anything I wanted today, what would I do? Get in touch with that little voice inside of you that wants to create. That little kid inside of you wants to create. Right? As Picasso said, we're all born artists. And then the challenge is to remain one as you become an adult. Right? We're all so curious and creative and uninhibited and playful. Our first five years of life, aren't we? Asking why and, and playing with blocks and, and having a lot of perseverance and trying to build Legos or build the sandcastle or play tag. And then when we go to school at age five, then we start following orders and all that. But that little kid is still inside of us. It's still inside of us. He never, ever goes away. Or she. She never ever goes away. It's impossible. You can always reconnect with the inner child. Not only, um, well, I was gonna say that you can always reconnect with the inner child in that even if you've suppressed him through years of schooled conditioning and years of, of pushing down emotions and whatever the case may be, you can chisel away and unveil that, that little child if you, if you give yourself a shot at it. And so eventually, the more you do that, the more that creative child comes out and, and comes alive. And that energy that you had when you were a kid where you didn't care what other people thought you didn't care what other people thought. You asked questions. You did what you enjoyed. That energy is so accessible as an adult. And it's going to contribute to your happiness quotient. Getting the needs for fun and play and creativity and humor and excitement. Pleasure. Incorporate these things into your week. You're gonna feel that aliveness again. And maybe over time that snowballs into something bigger, a, a greater passion. But you can't skip curiosity. What, what makes you 
interested in a little bit. Just a little bit. And this comes, this, this relates to this idea of testing things out. Or maybe you don't know what you want. Maybe you don't know what you're curious about. All right, well, let's test something out and see how I feel. You'll gain a lot of knowledge when you test something out. If you say, I'm going to record a vlog every day for three, three days, seven days, 14 days. Just create something. Just start creating something. And you might not know what you're doing at all and you'll feel embarrassed or, but that's okay because that's what little kids do. They learn to, to walk because they're interested to walk. And when they fall down, that's just part of the process. So maybe you say, I'm going to just, you know, I have, I'm living in 2020 and I have this camera on my computer and my phone. I just press a button and I can start talking. I mean, anybody can, can do this. Just record something or record your daily activities. Throw it together. 10-minute video, 3-minute video. Make the barrier to entry really low. That's what I've been doing here with Season 2 is that I'm not, I'm not putting a tons of extra planning into it. What do I feel like talking about today? Be selfish. Just create something for the sake of creating. And then you see how you feel. Maybe you, maybe you don't really like the vlogging thing. You want to try something else out. Maybe you want to play around on, on the guitar or with a paintbrush or you just want to uh, play more with your kids more. Maybe you have a kid and you want to, to play the games they want to play. Maybe, maybe that's your little action plan is I'm going to designate specific time to engage with my child rather than just watch them play. Probably the case that if you have a young child, that child wants to play with you and you can tap into that little spirit. And who knows, maybe you'll figure out from there, you'll get some new ideas about things that you want to do because you'll get reconnected with that energy. The point is that life is a verb. As Dan Carlin said, life is a verb. So go do things, go test, go create, go play, go see what happens when you do something and you get feedback from reality. And you figure out, how did I feel when I did that? How did I feel when I did that? Do I want to do that again? Did I feel great about that? Then if, if, if that's the case, then go do more of that. Go get the juice of life, baby. Because you have the right to exist. You have the right to happiness. You are worthy of happiness. You are worthy of pleasure in this moment today. No need to delay, de delay gratification. No need to delay gratification. You are allowed to be happy right now. Go jump in. See what happens. And go play. Create. Cheers, y'all.